I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C a u s e medics thrive cosmetics and bigger than beauty skincare are not just makeup brands they're a whole vibe they're all about empowering us to rock our confidence and when you support them we are helping other communities thrive their stuff is not only easy to use but no nasties zero parabens sulfites phthalates they are 100 vegan and cruelty free let's talk lashes thanks to thrive's liquid lash extensions i must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush it adds lengths there are no clumps and also guess what it slides right off with warm water so no raccoon eyes here and i appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer stronger and healthier looking lashes over time and it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. As someone who is so excited to garden this spring, yet really wants top quality soil, I'm really excited to introduce you to Coast of Maine, which is an esteemed brand renowned for its organic soil offerings. And if you're seeking to infuse your home environment with a nourishing essence that promotes flourishing plant life, you're going to want to listen to this because with over 28 years of expertise, Coast of Maine has meticulously crafted soils sourced from oceanic waters and farms certified for organic cultivation. It's so nice to find such a sustainable sustainable, eco-friendly brand who really emphasizes the importance of natural ingredients to enrich their soil. And I mean, they have, like I said, top quality with rigorous quality control and OMRI listed certification. Their diverse range of products caters to all gardening needs. Most of our soils may lack appropriate nutrients for success for our plants and our plants need this. We want to regenerate the healthy microbes in our soils to set up for gardening success and just for our plants to thrive. So if we add Coast of Maine products, this will indeed help. Whether you're planting trees or shrubs or perennials in your yard, adding Coast of Maine soil in your planting holes leads to a long, slow feeding of your plants, making them self-sufficient and vibrant, which we love. Let's say you want a vegetable garden, 
Not only will you receive abundant harvest, but there will be less feeding and maintenance throughout the season. Amazing. You know that everything grown in Coast of Maine soil is organic and safe for your family and friends right out of the garden. And then you get to also feel good about their sourcing as I'm so thankful they provide natural ingredients because they will never include household waste or biosolids. And we know that nothing nurtures the world above better than the soil below, cultivated from products and practices rooted in coast of Maine. And so they will continually perfect the art and science of sourcing, mixing, and composting products worthy of the people in the place that inspired their brand and the healthier world it was built to serve. Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. We love supporting local and the products are carried by local retail partners who can provide advice and insight not found in big box stores. So Coast of Maine knows from beginner to expert, anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community of gardeners everywhere. And their products make organic gardening simple and approachable so we can all garden. So let's get to growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you. That's Coast of Maine, like the state with an E, Coast of dot the the other thing was probably about six months later i took a trip to hawaii and i was in uh borders books bookstore in lahui and i had this visitation from my deceased uncle and he'd been dead at that point for about 10 years but he appeared just to kind of like a foot or two away from my uh, right hand side and he was just there for a second with a really clear message about wanting to work with me and that was like the day after I'd had a reading with somebody who'd said you know your, your uncle's here he's a spirit guide he wants to work with you and I'm going I have no idea really how to start and but it really got my attention and uh, you know, it's a clear message about, you know, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So a couple of weeks later, I was back in the mainland and I, I just gave it a go and discovered that I could communicate with the other side. And it was <laughs> it was slow going. I mean, it's like, you know, I really can do now in five minutes what would take me an hour to do. And wow. uh, it was very, you know, I was, I was really I mean, my first few few times trying to talk to the other side, it was like I liken it to. You know, if you're trying to listen to the radio and it's really off the station, it keeps going kind of in and out. It was like that. But, you know, it's like anything. If you do it long enough, you keep practicing, keep working at it, yeah. it becomes easier. And I actually spent about three years just developing my ability to connect with the other side before I ever really read for anybody. Maybe I really? read a couple of people, but, I'd, uh, you know, I, I was very nervous about going out into the world and getting things wrong or uh you know screwing up somebody's no life by by you know getting the wrong message or misinterpreting something so i i, I was kind of maybe a little well, according to my spirit guys very overcautious you know i should have been doing it wow. a little bit before but uh yeah, so that's really how i how i got started and right now i've been uh working with the I have spirit guides on the other side. I've been working with them for 20 years, roughly. I was about to ask, wow, how long ago was it when you saw your uncle in Kauai? Uh, that was 97. Whoa, 
have a seven. Mm. Wow. What is it about Kauai? I lived there last year, bleeding into this year, and also like Bali. I just felt them everywhere. I felt them. Yeah. Uh, some felt lighter than others that would come to the house, and sometimes they'd, I thought that they would wake me up at night, and I'd wake up my roommate. But also Scotland. I, that was the first time in a long time I actually like heard a voice, too. Um, yeah. Are there just certain places in the world where people are more sensitive to connecting yeah. with the spirits? Yeah, there are j- just certain places. And uh, of course, generally, if you're trying to connect with the other side, you want to have some tranquility, which is why, you oh. know, I got a lot of stuff. Um, I seem to download a lot of things when I was on a beach in in Kauai, in Secret Beach. I was going there and I was yes. sometimes the only person there. And I just found the, the connection was just... Uh, it was superb, you know, and uh, uh, Scotland, parts of Scotland, absolutely. But there, there are places. I mean, we 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 tend to, or old souls tend to, pick up the energy. They tend to know that there are certain places that feel a little bit lighter. You feel more connected, and other places that just don't. Oh my gosh, my heart right now. I can't wait to also talk about soul ages. And you were a skeptic atheist, so um. Yeah. How level 10 of you? <laughs> oh, I know. It really is. Actually, it's a funny thing. You know, people think that, you know, if you're a, a non-believer, you know, an atheist, that you're probably a young soul. But actually, no, it tends to be the very old souls. The problem is uh, that as the soul ages, it tends to reject conventional religion uh, in favor of something that's more spiritual. But what it will often do is throw the spiritual baby out with the religious bathwater. And... You know, so I, I was, you know, typical uh, of that sort of person. I mean, the, the universe really had to get my, well, struggle hard to get my attention. Really got your attention. And then do you think that it was your uncle that was really the catalyst to being like, whoa, he was okay. the big catalyst, yeah. And he was an atheist as well, you know, which was why wow. I would tell psychics, they'd say, they'd say, oh, your Uncle John is a spirit guy. And I'd go, yeah, everybody's got an Uncle John. And, you know, and he, he's well, the last yeah. person I would think of. But. You know, once you're on the other side, you know, you're you're back to spirit again. Yeah, you're asking about soul ages. I mean, this is a fascinating aspect of uh, you know what what I've you know learned to to read in people is to tell how old your soul is, to get a sense of how how long you've been going back and forth between this plane and the next, uh, how many lives you've had, and that's the soul ages. You know, a lot of things change. It's it's like growing up uh, from childhood to becoming an adult and uh, the people I work with are generally not just old souls but they're very old souls uh, and I if you would like I would love to tell you um, absolutely the age of your soul I'm um, so open yeah well I'm, I'm excited because I did a, a little reading and of course we haven't we haven't dis- discussed any of this yet mm-hmm. so uh, I'd be very interested to to hear what your thoughts are. So yeah. you're actually a little bit older than most of my clients. There are 10 levels in all that take you through, for the average person, maybe 120 lifetimes. Uh, so you have multiple lifetimes at each of these 10 levels. And uh, most of my clients are somewhere between level 7 and level 10. Uh, younger souls who are Young souls are up to from from level one up to f- the end of five, and then there's a kind of flip that goes on. It's where you uh, develop a greater ability for introspection. It's like your whole focus changes. So I, I never get young souls 
coming to me. <laughs> They're just not interested in doing this kind right. of work. So, of course, I'm reading people who are more sort of seven, eight, nine, and ten. Uh, you're but that actually... doesn't make them any better or worse than it's just their no. age. Oh. It's just, it's just. I, I always say that because I think there's a tendency to feel like you know, superior, you know, superior. If you exactly, yeah. if you're a, a really old soul, and but you know, it just you are what you are, and you have uh, you have no yeah. control over that. You know, you're you, you yeah. know, it's just like being any age. You know, there's nothing much you can you can do about it. It's just that's what you yeah. are, um, and it is important to remember that young souls sometimes act in ways that old souls wouldn't, and. You know, like a, like with a child, you wouldn't necessarily judge them, but at the same time, you wouldn't necessarily condone the behavior if it's um, not good for them or or everyone else. So, yeah. back, getting back to you, you are right up towards the end. You are, in spiritual terms, a senior citizen. Uh, you, oh. you you are level ten, and you're actually eighty percent into it, which which implies that that could be your last life. You'll never actually know if you're on your last life until you process this on the astral plane when you're when you've completed the life because it's only then that you can process and really understand how successful the life was and whether you learned all the lessons you set out to learn and if you have to come back so uh we don't know for sure you can't tell but um it could be your last life and maybe you got one or two after this but you're you're reaching the end of a very long journey which I think is the most cosmic and exciting thing about this, because you've been going back and forth uh, from the physical plane to the astral plane uh, for now maybe could be six thousand years. It's been it's a long journey, and you're coming to the end of it. And you know, and I, I, there's so much I want to tell you. The marker of being such an old soul is so simple, because it's just acceptance of others. The having lifetimes where you've been in every kind of culture every society every uh, color skin every really every part of the world in all sorts of combinations um you know undergoing the you know the worst that life can offer and the best everything in between what it does is it it creates an acceptance of others because you you it allows you to see the soul uh beneath the surface, and also to recognize that whatever anyone else is doing, you've been there. So you end up with this sort of feeling of like, who cares whether you're black, white, gay, straight, or anything else. It just, these things just don't matter. We're all souls uh, yeah. under the skin. So that greater level of acceptance is usually there from childhood because, you know, you're you maybe a child, but you're still an old soul. So and I, what I'll tell you, I'll tell you a few things about you. And if anything doesn't make sense, you let me know. Or if you want, everything is resonating it. right now. And I always wondered. I'm sometimes I think that this, you know, right after this, I will be helping people as I'm on the astral plane or the causal plane, helping people. That's yeah. so interesting. Well, you, wow, helping people is a really big part of why you're here. Yeah, and I'll explain that in a second. Um, you're eighty percent into your soul age and everybody at every level uh even if you're even if you're a very young soul at 80 percent, you're trying to heal issues around rejection and rejection comes from feelings of abandonment in past lives and then it shows up in different ways in this life but one of the most common things or common ways that people will try to overcome 
what the soul trying to get you to overcome anyway, this fear, is by being a uniter, bringing people together. And I think that's really probably a major reason that we're, we're doing this right now. It would be a, a, a huge motivation uh, for you to be the uniter, bring people to, together. So what I want you to do is uh, tell you about a past life please that you had it's a most recent past life and how this is showing up uh, in this life and again if if anything doesn't make sense let me know and if, if anything you want to explore tell me but so far i'm, I'm speechless <laughs> <laughs> okay um the when i explore past lives i mean i think most people are familiar with regression and where you, you someone will relax you and take you into a past life and then by finding what happened, particularly traumatic events in the past life, it initiates healing. Well, what I found years ago when I first started doing readings for people is that I was far too impatient to do regressions all the time. I mean, to, to spend 20 minutes relaxing somebody and then waiting patiently while they struggle to figure out their past life, yeah. I, I just... After doing that maybe two or three times, I went, this cannot be my career. <laughs> so uh, what, I, I what I did, I just, I just started telling people because I'm getting it. You know, I'm just, I'm talking to spirit guides and, and you don't need a lot of detail usually, you know, just a few things. And then you can extrapolate and you can get the, the healing. Um, so I just got a little bit about this past life of yours and I want to tell you about it. And then I'm going to tell you some of the very, what I would consider to be obvious ways that this would then show up in this life because we're hugely influenced by our past lives. And in fact, I, I maintain that you, you can't know, you can't fully understand who you are if you don't understand who you were. I mean, the influence of past lives all the time, you know, I feel with almost with every passing day, I become more and more convinced that everything, everything about we humans is past life related. So what I'll do is I'll give you a little bit about your past life and then I'll show you the, like I say, the connections. We want to draw dotted lines between past and present. So you were, you were a, a guy, you were African, you were, uh, you grew up in South Africa in the time of apartheid and you were, you belonged to some African organization, one of the sort of band organizations under apartheid uh you ended up being arrested i i think there's some other people arrested at the same time i have a feeling it was mostly trumped up charges because i think there's a there's an element here uh of false judgment uh and i'll look i'll look at that i'll talk to you about that after um but you actually died in prison after a period of solitary confinement and sometimes when there's extreme isolation in a past life this is where you get this uh, issue around rejection uh, and you also well you were executed you were you were hanged and hanging is uh, is so significant because it shows up in all sorts of different ways in future lifetimes um, and certainly the soul's feeling at the time of death was that you were abandoned by the system, you were let down, and that would show up in, in certain ways in this life. 
But hanging, almost always when somebody's been hanged, they're then working on self-expression issues in future lifetimes. It's about the throat chakra and learning to speak your truth and really say what's on your mind without kind of holding back. Uh, and I think that may be, again, related to the kind of work that you're doing right now. The other thing is, and it came up, something Spirit Guides talked about, is that your motivation to get involved in the organization you were in back in South Africa was to help others. And this is what I write about. It's also altruism. It's a selflessness that comes from that thing I was talking about, how you you see the soul in others. So it's not just about you're making sure you have a good life, but it's in trying to better things for other people. And that's come into this life as well, because the life that you had was short. You didn't get the chance to do what you were meant to do. And the motivation then in this life is to influence others and to help them. You're not doing it for the money. You're, not, you're, you're doing it because you really, really want to help other people. There's also another thing about being such an old soul is that you want to go out with a little bit of a bang. You know, you want to, you want to feel like you get to the end of this life or, or you're processing it on the other side going, wow, I really made a difference here. The world's a much better place for, for my having been here. So they, wow. that, that's a big part of where that motivation uh, comes from. Then there's the whole thing of being held in prison and, and especially when it's associated with death. It creates what's called a past life fear of powerlessness. And it comes from being in a situation where you have no control over your destiny, like other people are choosing when you wake up, when you eat, uh, and you know, also choosing when you die. And what it does in this life is it gives you a kind of exaggerated need for freedom, personal freedom. And because you were held in solitary confinement in darkness then i think this probably would even go to your your choice of location right now to be in a sunny place uh but almost always uh well invariably if someone's been held in prison for a long period of time uh in the next few lifetimes they really want to experience the wind in their hair they want to uh, be outdoors um you know feel the the warmth of the sun and all that sort of thing that the soul would have really missed while, uh, while they were locked up. 